Hey, it's Jen Oppenheim at Transformation for Everybody and the Packing Light Community. I am so grateful that you are here. I hope you find value in today's episode. You can always reach me through my website at www.jenoppenheim.com. I am looking forward to hearing from you. The Packing Light support community is always free and always there to support you. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello. 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 I am well. So this is um, the very first time I have had, as you know, Amanda, welcome Amanda Yella. This is the very first time I have had a guest on my podcast and this is episode 10, lucky number 10. Um, And so this is an experiment, not in terror, but in excitement and exhilaration and learning and growing and all the things. And lot we're coming as usual live from my living room. So enjoy the dulcet tones of pug snoring, golden retrievers whining at the cat to play, <laughs> random traffic noises, all the things. So it's all good. We're all casual here. Same here. And yes, absolutely wonderful, wonderful. So as y'all know, I am Jen Oppenheim. I'll add in the little intro after uh, Amanda and I are done. I am super excited. I've been teasing this for a couple of weeks. Amanda, please introduce yourself. I am so excited that you are here. Well, thank you for having me. I'm super excited too. Um, I My name is Amanda Yoa and I am a, a channel healer and mentor. Um, and I like to call myself the hype woman for the new age collective. Um, (laughs) (laughs) so, you know, uh, what I do basically is just, you know, help women specifically to tap into who they are at a soul level. Um, I feel like, you know, a lot of times in life that kind of goes astray. So figuring out and reconnecting to who we are at a soul level and igniting our purpose and living out that purpose in a way that lights us up and just brings us that joy that we so, you know, also deservingly, you know, deserve to, to live and, and breathe and just be in our, our being of living out that happiness every single day. So, um, yeah, thank you for having me. Beautiful. I am so excited about that. Um, how long have you been doing this? Um, so it's been a long road of, you know, I guess finding who I was really. Um, I started out my journey uh, over 10 years ago through energy healing. And it was kind of a growing process from there. Um, you know, figuring out how I wanted to help people. I always knew I was different. I always knew that I had these gifts, but I didn't really know how to use them. And, um, you know, it was just through my own healing journey and my own journey of, you know, clearing out those energetics that kind of hold us back from stepping in. And, um, you know, I started out just being a life coach. Not that that's, you know, just, but for me, I felt like something was missing and it was, you know, my, my divine gifts. I wasn't utilizing those gifts. So now I 
am in a space where, you know, I've done so much growing and healing and I'm just unapologetically me. Um, so yeah, it's been a long, long journey, but here I am living out my purpose, uh, for over, you know, 10 years, I would say doing what, I, what it is that I do in some way, shape or form. Yay. Yay. That is fantastic. And in full disclosure, I will tell you guys that Amanda and I originally met on Clubhouse in the Daily Gratitude Room. And like probably, I don't know, April, May or something-ish mm -hmm. last year. Yep. And we were both um, moderators in that, you know, both first just contributors, you know, sharers in the room and eventually became moderators in the room. And um, I hadn't seen Amanda for quite a while because we were just kind of, you know, running in, in a little bit different uh, universes for a minute. And I happened to hear you a couple of weeks ago, maybe, I don't know, maybe a month ago or so in the gratitude room. And I hadn't seen you in a little bit and I heard your share and I heard so many parallels in our journeys that I was compelled to follow my gut intuition and reach out to you for a conversation. And in that conversation, there had been, I, I've been, you know, as you guys know, on my own journey, my own path for quite a while, as we all are all constantly for the rest of, of this human existence. Um, and I had been, I just feel like things are, have been revealed to me in their correct timing that as I made one step forward in my, in my evolution, in my, um, elevation, maybe that's a better word, elevation, um, uh, closer to my higher self, closer to my most authentic real self. It felt like, you know, little bits and pieces of things just kept being dropped into my path of like, you should really explore this. You should really explore this. And over, certainly, especially over the last year, I have come to really follow the signs, listen to the whispers, trust the gut. And honestly, it never leads me astray. And so as Amanda and I were talking about this, I had been thinking about something that just the name kept being dropped into my, into my vision or my my hearing or my awareness and the thing was akashic records and as we and i never mentioned it during the conversation you happen to mention it which is hopefully at least part of the reason that you are here today so that i can satisfy my own curiosity <laughs> and get some information for myself and whoever else might be listening and interested in akashic records and what they are yeah, so I would love to explain it. Um, awesome. So, you know, um, the Akashic Records are essentially our library of the soul. They contain all information about your soul's past, the experiences that you've experienced, the emotions that you carry with those, you know, those experiences, um, you know, basically where it's been and what its purpose is. You know, we, our soul has a purpose that we don't just live out in this lifetime. We live it out over expansive lifetimes. Time and time again, we're living out that 
same purpose of our soul, but just in a different way. And we're always here to learn and grow. Um, so, you know, basically the Akashic records, they are the library of that. So they contain all the information of anything that you've ever experienced, your past lives, what lives you lived, where you originated from. And really anybody can access these records. And a lot of times, you know, during meditation, if you practice meditation consistently, you may have accessed them and never realized that you did. Um, there's other ways you can access them during sleep, during prayer. Um, you know, so that's basically in a nutshell uh, what the Akashic records are. It's, it's just like a library of the soul. Very cool. Um, I have um, long before I really stopped being ashamed of what, and that's going to, that's the honest truth. I stopped, I, I had certain beliefs. I didn't know where they came from and they didn't come from the outside and they were different from what came from the outside. And so I was ashamed from, of them and I hid them for a very long time. And when I stopped being ashamed of those beliefs and I um, just started kind of really standing in it that I had like, I had some pretty distinct memories of past lives. And then I think when I was in college, um, quite a long time ago in the eighties, uh, really early eighties, I remember, I um, remember reading a book by Brian Weiss, um, which I'm sure you have read. Um, I believe many lives, many masters it's called, or might be the other way around. And he's written several other books and um, about past life regression. And that kind of, I think, planted the little bit of seed for me um, about really being okay with I, what I believe. Um, and so that's really, really interesting. So you said that really anybody can do it. Why would someone want to, to access their Akashic records? Um, I think, you know, a lot of times, from what I've seen, a lot of people, and myself included, you like to have that guidance. You know, when you get comfortable with your spirituality and you've seen, you know, what it could do, what it can do for you and the places that it can take you, it makes you curious and gives you that reassurance that, you know, this is my soul. This is, this contains the answers to what I need to know and how I need to live out my life while I'm here. Um, you know, a, a lot of times too, people come for that healing, uh, you know, like you were saying with the past lives, um, our souls hold all memory. So a lot of times we bring things from a past life into this lifetime and it's kind of called, um, like a karmic vow. Like we make a vow to never experience that specific experience again, or, you know, we, we hold on to trauma that happened to us in a past life and we it's imprinted onto our soul and we bring it into this life because maybe we didn't do the work in the past life to kind of heal ourselves from that and ascend and grow from that. So it's going to come to us in this life so that we can try again and do it again and grow and ascend because that's essentially, you know, our soul's purpose is to just do, be in that state of constant growth and ascension. So a lot of people come, you know, just to get that insight um, because, you know, Sometimes you can be very lost in, you know, what's wrong with me? Why don't things work out for me? Why can't I align myself with what, you know, I want to do for myself? And the Akashic Records kind of give you that in-depth insight 
to what it is that you're going through. And it's so funny because a lot of the people that I've given um, readings for, it's almost like, you know, their, their subconscious um, just instantly resonates with the things that I'm saying, almost as if like, well, why didn't I know this all along? It's because your mind has been in control this entire time and your mind kind of likes to push those things to the side and forget about those things and suppress them. But your soul remembers. And when you bring those things up, they have an instant, you know, they instantly resonate with that because the soul remembers. Very cool. Excellent. Thank you so much for that explanation. So I know that this question will come up. Um because of my own history with, um, you know, religious upbringing. Not that my parents were extremely religious, but I did go to a um, Christian um, private high school. And so I know the question will come up is, is this channeling? Is this evil? Is it satanic? Is it anti-God? Is it anti-religion? No, not at all. (laughs) Um, You know, it's funny because I was raised Catholic. I I mean, I still am Catholic. Um, My my daughter is going to make her sacraments as a Catholic. Um, You know, religion for me is just an outlet that people get it comfortable with and spirituality is kind of like the umbrella that all of those religions hang on but some of the time you know religion teaches things in the mindset of fear and spirituality is is everything is is nothing about fear it's about embracing who it is that we are at a soul level, like when our body leave, you know, when our body is finished on earth and our soul, um, our spirit leaves this vessel, you know, where do we go? We're, we're spiritual beings. We're still in existence. We're just not in a human form. So, you know, no, it's not, um, it's not satanic. It's not evil in any way. Um, you know, it just, and, and that's a part of growth too. If, if you feel that calling to kind of get in touch with who you are and who your soul is, um, you will see that, you know, there's no evil attached to that. I even channel, um, and other people will find this too, you know, whatever religion that you are most comfortable with, that's who you will connect with when you start, um, tapping into your intuition and listening to that guidance. For me, when I started, uh, the blessed mother, and my grandmother, who was who was past at the time, who was very devout to the Blessed Mother while she was here on Earth. Um, so, you know, they allow you to open yourself up little by little by giving you what you're comfortable with. And then once you start getting comfortable and real and, you know, trusting in that inner divine and knowing that there's no there's nothing evil, there's nothing um, harmful that can come from uh, tapping into that power that we all have. Um, and just understanding that we're all spiritual beings, that's when you'll see, you know, you'll start expanding and start connecting with other deities and other ascendant masters and past loved ones and things like that. So, no, I have to say not at all. (laughs) (laughs) Good to know. know, and, And I'm sure that will provide much relief for many people. And, you know, I understand. I I do not practice a religion at this point in my life, although I have 
for many, many years borrowed different aspects of different religions that resonated with me. I have for probably, I don't know, somewhere between 20 and more years um, practiced Lent. Um, And I was never Catholic. I have, you know, practiced um, the fast of Yom Kippur. I've never, my my husband is Jewish, but, you know, I practiced that long before we, I knew of each other's existence. And I understand the, um, the community value. There is so much community in a shared religion that that is completely understandable And also, as humans, we are the most ritualistic creatures on the planet. And we really enjoy, I and I will cop to this, I'm no different than anyone else. I have, you know, my rituals that I adhere to Mm -hmm. every single day that um, are not connected to a religion, but are certainly connected to my spiritual health. Um, So I get that. And I also get that certain people in positions of power will use fear to control other people. Um, So I'll just leave for that right there and not go down a big, hairy, ugly road with that. um, (laughs) So, yeah, so people just have to really be aware of how much power they have in their own lives, how much choice they have in their own lives. And just because someone is in a position of authority over you in your mind doesn't mean you have to take every single thing they say with, um, with, you know, as, as to use the phrase to as gospel. Um, (laughs) And you don't necessarily need horizontal layers between you and God, you know, there's a vertical connection. There's a, to me, that's the thing that I've embraced over probably really mostly the last year is really separating myself from my vessel, my, my body, you know, um, it's a vehicle that I, maintain the best way I can. Um, but, um, it's a little dusty sometimes, you know, it's a little, little, there's a little chaos there sometimes. Sometimes there's French fries on the floor, you know, it's like, it's okay. Um, but you know, overall, I've really tried to separate my, my beingness from my vehicle and really come into my oneness with creator god spirit universe thing whatever y'all want to call it i'm i'm all good you do you i'm happy um so you said that anybody can do this yes and do you need some special i know you said people kind of do it accidentally sometimes and don't necessarily know that they're they're doing it but if one were intending to do it how would one go about it? Do you need special training or what's the best way to go about it if you wanted to do it yourself? Um, well, the first thing I would say, uh, if anybody is interested in, in doing it, is to start out. Um, I, I feel like everybody gets into a place where they know that they're ready to take that step. Um, I would say to start out with meditation on your own at a, you know, um, consist- consistent basis. And, you know, a lot of times when people hear meditation, they get like, Ooh, cause you know, um, I think a lot of times 
people get intimidated because they think it has to be this big like woo thing where you're in this like zen state for like an hour um i have two children and i'm you know <laughs> other than my there's husband, no such thing as an yeah. hour for you. so i'm um, in a perfect world i would love to sit in a state of zen for an hour every day but um that just doesn't happen for me so i'm lucky if i get five minutes a day to meditate um but that's all it takes but as long as you're consistent and you start to allow yourself um because i love what you brought up about separating the mind from the body because i think that's something that has to be done when you're beginning along this journey um, of you know tapping into your divine wisdom there has to be a separation because for a majority of us the mind runs the show right our ego um, but through this process you're tapping into your body you're tapping into your soul so you kind of have to learn how to push the mind to the side and allow the soul to speak. So there will be a separation for a while, but then you'll see during that journey that you need to integrate the both because that's where your healing takes place. Okay. Um, so there's, you know, it's an ongoing process of just being consistent with your meditation practices, finding out what's going to get in your way because things are going to get in your way. Um, from getting yourself in that state where you have that connection because the body and the soul reveals so much about you, things that your mind has probably forgotten about. And um, so once you get into that state where you can do that consistently, there are people out there who teach the Akashic records. I, myself, um, my mentor was, her name's April Curry. She is on Clubhouse. I think she has an Instagram as well. She does have an Instagram. Um, but for anyone who's familiar with Clubhouse, she runs the Akashic records room. And she's just absolutely amazing. And I loved my journey with her. Um, so for anybody who wants to practice, uh, for me, I, I wanted the practice because I knew I was tapping into the records, but I didn't have that control of knowing what I was receiving, how I was receiving it and who I was receiving it from. Mm. So definitely linking up with a mentor is something that I highly recommend because it gives you that process. Uh, because there is a prayer that takes place before you open up anybody's Akashic records. And before, after, you know, you're finished reading, you are to close their Akashic records. So there is a process that I, you know, say it's good to link up with a mentor to, to learn that. Cool. Yeah. And I've seen, I've noticed um, since you and I talked, actually, I did, um, enjoy the dulcet tones of my husband blowing his nose in the background, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> It's welcome to real life, folks. Um, <laughs> we laugh, we laugh. Um, so anyway, um, I've noticed that there are some like YouTube meditations and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, is that something that you would recommend or not so much? Oh, yeah. No, I, I highly recommend guided meditations for everyone who's starting out with meditation. Um, there may be someone there for the Akashic record, like a guided meditation for the Akashic records. That would be something cool to do. Cool. But if, you know, if you're looking to do just getting into that state of meditation, um, and connecting to your, your higher consciousness, a guided meditation is a good way to do that because you're allowing, you know, a lot of times, as I said, our mind gets in the way. So having that guidance kind of helps silence the mind and focus on, you know, opening up to your soul. Awesome. Any risk to pursuing it on your own? 
Um, I don't really know. I mean, I would say as long as you research and look into it, um, I don't see why it would be, it's not anything that you need like a blessing or, (laughs) um, like I bestow upon you these gifts of being, it's not like that. Um, every, like I said, everyone has this ability. So if hooking up with a mentor is not something that you want to do and you want to do it on your own, I would just say to, you know, um, read some books, look up some YouTubes, like you said, and just educate yourself on the process. Cool. And now I heard you say earlier, I was paying attention (laughs) that you do readings for people. Oh yeah. So what does that look like if somebody wanted to do a reading with you and you, I'm not asking you for a free reading necessarily, but if you want to do a demo here, you are more than welcome to, I would be open to that. I'm happy to do it. Um, do you want to show people what that looks like? Um, I can take it through the process. It's um, so, you know, when you, when you come for an Akashic reading, I always say it's good to um, have a how um, it's like a little Akashic Records 101. (laughs) Uh, So it's good to have a what, how and why question rather than a yes or no question. Um, I think a lot of the time, you know, people ask yes or no questions, but it's not necessarily in the energy of what our higher self needs to know. Uh, because again, these are messages from our soul's records. They, these are messages from our guides and our ascended masters and everyone who's been taking us along this journey. So asking a question such as, will I hit the lottery? Is not a question that your higher self needs to know. But wording it in a way where, why do I not feel fulfilled unless I have an abundance of money would be an excellent question for your higher self. So it's all in the wording of which you ask the questions, but some people come in and they'll say, I'll just take a general reading. And usually when they ask for that, I will just go into their records and give them their soul's purpose. Um, So if you want, I would be uh, honored to do just a quick reading if you have a specific question, or if not, I can do just a general little. Um. I, I, I would love to do it. First of all, I would love to do it. And like, I have a billion questions bursting through my brain, of course, immediately. So I guess probably a general reading is probably the best thing to herd all the wayward kittens into line for a moment. Okay. All right. So let me, let me get into my zone, please. <laughs> of course you do. You do whatever you need to do and you tell me what to do. Okay. I'm yours. So I was just saying, um, just be open to receiving. Sometimes some people are hard to read, not saying that I know you are, but just in general, I tell everyone to just be open to receiving and be open to um, allowing me to access your energy as well. Uh, because a lot of the way that I like to do my readings is I like to go up into the Akashic Records and see, um, you know, what your purpose is, any information that you want answered. And then I drop into your body and see what's blocking you or what you have that's making you misaligned with the things, you know, for living out your soul's purpose. Because Beautiful. Yeah, that's just the way I like to, that's the way I, I work, you know, and I help people to heal. So it's nice to know the answer, but wouldn't you rather know 
what you need to overcome in order to get to that. <laughs> so <laughs> that's the way I like to work. So let me just get in the zone here. Okay, and we are calling in Jen's spirit guides, ancestors, loved ones, ascendant masters, archangels, and higher vibrational beings to come support Jen's Akashic reading. And we are present in love and gratitude for the divine wisdom we're about to receive for Jennifer's highest good. Jennifer's Akashic records are now open. So you lived many of lives. <laughs> you lived, it's so funny. Um, you lived many of lives as a healer. Um, and healing in a way, you know, everyone heals in their own way. Uh, there's many different ways that we can heal while we're here on earth. Some people are nurses. Some people do what I do. Some people are psychologists. Uh, but you specifically help people on an emotional level of finding their worth and their love for themselves and kind of mirror that through who you are as a person. You kind of reflect onto others what it is to be that being of love and that being of worth. So, so beautiful. And you have a beautiful spirit team. I don't know if you have a connection with like water and being by the beach, but you've lived a lot of lifetimes along the coast. Um, I live about a mile from the beach right now. And I am, our new house in Delaware is going to be about a mile from the beach. And I'm not necessarily a beach person, but I am very much a I always say if I could figure out how to put a steering wheel and tires on my tub, I would live in it. <laughs> well you know it's because you've lived many of lives by the water and water is a healing element for you um you almost have like realizations when you're in the shower a lot yes too. yes okay yeah heal yes. uh, you have a divine connection with water and um you your soul originated in um like atlantis 
It's so funny you say that because I have said so often that in some previous life or maybe my soul originated. That's how I'm, I'm going to change that. I'm going to reframe that to my soul originated from one of those hot springs on the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a way that you really connect. So I would say if you're not getting to the water often to definitely do so because this is going to kind of open you up to that process of connecting to your soul and opening up to your your divine gifts because you have a gift of seeing people and feeling people so much so that maybe sometimes it's a little overwhelming Mm -hmm. and they'll give you the guidance that you need to kind of control that when you're in a setting with people who um where it is a little overwhelming because there are ways to do that But yeah, water is um, a very healing modality for you in a way that you connect on a deeper level. So beautiful. Um, so they're also showing me like a blue jay. Um, a lot of times I will get like animals or birds, just the way they communicate with me. Um, but they're putting a blue jay into your throat chakra. And a lot of times, um, that is done when someone needs to be a little more communicate, communicate with a little more compassion but speaking your truth and not holding back from doing that, but just doing it with compassion. Okay. Beautiful. So this is something that they're activating in you. And you may feel that in the next couple of days, your throat might get a little scratchy. And you're a very sacral led person, very creative but there's a little fear and hesitation there with being creative and kind of like taking those next steps for yourself. So they're just sending an activation down there as well. That's usually orange, like a bright orange in color. And right now it's a little, it's a little darker orange, which usually means there's a little bit of funky energy in there. It's got to be cleared out, but that's okay. They said they're, they got you. They're going to activate that. Not to get personal, you don't have to answer me, but sometimes when things down there, when we have stagnant energy down there, specifically in that area, can mess with our hormones and um, make, as women, make our menstrual cycle go amok. (laughs) Um, So, you know, if that's something you're experiencing, that may subside now that they're activating that spot and things will come up for you um, within the next couple of days that are you know, need to come to the surface in order to be released. So just be mindful of that. And you'll also probably get new realizations, things that you want to do, probably when you're in the shower. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so that's what I have for you. Awesome. How's all that feel for you? 
it all feels right on you know really right on i was like bawling my eyes out i i i i managed to to avoid doing the you know the (laughs) two-year-old kind of thing at the at the very beginning so i mean that's enjoy also the sounds of my ring doorbell as somebody passes by um but that was all really beautiful and i'm so very appreciative Oh, you're so welcome. So I'm just going to close your records real quick. So Jennifer's records are now closed. Yeah, thank you so, so very much. I really appreciate it. And every, absolutely every single thing resonated with me and um, makes perfect sense. And I had a very, you know, people, I, 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 we know each other well enough for you to know what a compassionate person I am, but the people that it's easiest to be the least compassionate with are the ones that you love the most and that you're the closest to. And so when you put the blue Jay in my throat about the speaking with more compassion, it was directly to my husband. I know. Directly to my husband. (laughs) So, you know, thank you. You know, thank you for that, because we are a great couple. We, you know, it is truly a situation of the sum being greater than the parts. He absolutely supports me in becoming more myself, including as woo as the woo woo can possibly get. Um, You know, he's totally okay with my crunchy granola-ness. So even though he doesn't really swing that way, he's starting to kind of just like barely tip over the edge a little bit. so yes, thank you for that because you know sometimes the voice that comes out is of criticism or judgment or um, you know um, impatience or um, you know some reaction of my own. So yeah. thank you, I greatly yeah. greatly appreciate all of that. It was all incredibly yeah. beautiful. Yeah, they told me they were like, "It's her husband," but she'll yeah. tell you that. I, was like, I don't know if I should share this on uh, the podcast because you know, sometimes you get into some really personal stuff and um, yeah. I try to keep it, you know, when I'm on my clubhouses and I do readings for people, I try to keep it as much on the surface as I can, like right. still giving them good information because I mean, we're going into your soul here. So this is like the depths of the depths. And sometimes some information comes up that people don't want a bunch of people hearing out loud. So, um, you know, when I do my one-on-ones with people, we really go into like the nitty gritty and, you know, that's where the real healing is done because it's things that, you know, are kind of all the way down at the bottom that we, we don't want to, uh, bring to the surface. (laughs) Yeah. And I will say that is, you know, one piece of growth that I have done is that I am really willing to, to look at my um, human frailties with compassion Mm -hmm. and, you know, and, and, you know, just change my perception about, okay, you know, I don't have to use it as a stick to beat the crap out of myself. I can say, okay, here's some information and here's what we're going to do about it. So I am so appreciative. Here's the really important bit. How does one get in touch with Amanda if they want a reading? Oh, so uh, you can go on my Instagram. It's Amanda Yoa, Y-O-A, dot official. Um, just look me up and... I'll link it too in the show notes. Oh, cool. Okay, yeah. Just click the link in my bio and then you can um, look at all my offerings that I have going on right now. I will also be releasing, uh, relaunching. I'm, I'm revamping, re 
doing all the things <laughs> uh, for 2022, but I'm in the midst of revamping my 12 week uh, mentorship, which is so powerful. It's 12 weeks working one-on-one -on -one with me once a week where we will, um, it's kind of like, you know, um, spiritual mentorship, you know, a little bit of life coaching, but we do go into the records. We do, you know, pull out the things, you know, live, who, uncovering, first of all, what your soul's purpose is and what's holding you back from aligning yourself with that purpose. So 12 weeks with me working one-on-one -on -one is just such a powerful, oh my gosh, I, I just, I see it already and I just can't wait. So um, that will be released soon. Um, so keep a lookout for that. But for now, um, I have my Akashic reading sessions and my Akashic healing sessions, which goes into a little more in depth with the healing aspect. Um, during my Akashic journey with April, I received a few activations. And one of those things is uh, golden source healing. It's a beautiful healing of just this gold radiant light straight from source. I've done it a few times in Clubhouse and people were just like, oh my gosh, Amanda, that was just so beautiful. I feel so at peace. So I can't wait to be able to offer that one on one on one um, aspect as well. So awesome. yeah, I'm so excited for you. And if Thank people you. follow you on Clubhouse, it's at Amanda Yoa. Yep. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I will link everything up in the in the written part. <clears throat> I am so very grateful and blessed to have met you that all that time ago to have had that wonderful conversation with you and to have you as my very first guest here today. Oh, well, I'm honored. And I thank you so much for having me and giving me the opportunity to share. Um, and I just wish you luck in all that you do because you're an amazing person. Thank you so much. You too. I will talk to you very, very soon. And uh, ping me on Clubhouse when you do those rooms, girl. I definitely will. Okay, I'll All see right. you soon. Thanks Take so much. Take care. Bye. Bye.